So tonight we're just having a fun, carefree episode. Elisha and I have been, oops, Elisha and I have been recording a lot of podcasts. You never know, by the way, I'm like touching my mic cord like a newbie over here. But over the last seven days, I think we've recorded six podcasts, some of which are incredible content rich interviews. And I feel like, well, not, I feel like we've both been creating a lot of content for Voteberg Music Academy and Growth Initiative and the Get It All Done Club and kind of my elite group in the Get It All Done Club, which is the Mavens. And we sat down to record tonight and we were just not feeling a content heavy podcast. So hopefully you're uh, doing your dishes or in your car on a long road trip and you're just sitting there or doing something anyways. And we're going to talk in your ear for a bit and we're going to ask each other some questions that we don't know about yet. So I'm glad you're here. Grab a snack and hopefully we'll just have a good little chat. But now that we're a family podcast. I was, I wanted to feel cozy tonight. So I went to the effort of putting our chairs a little bit closer together, facing them a little bit more towards each other. Because as you said in the introduction, we are, the creative juices are not necessarily flowing. They seem well dried up. And that's due, that's for a great reason. We've been creating a ton of content, like you said, for the podcast, for the Get It All Done Club, even some new content for the Growth Initiative. And so this really is just kind of like, it's almost going to be like a little date. It's like... Yeah, it's a little date. Welcome to our little date. What do we talk about on our little date? Well, you took it upon yourself to find something to talk about because you <laughs> saw me looking pretty despondent setting up the podcast you're like I okay did. like do do you need a do you need a time out do you need a little bit of alone time no that's <laughs> i asked if i always ask if he's mad at me first like are you mad at me he's like no i'm not mad at you like we weren't making any eye contact so what what else is on your mind yeah i mean i'm happy i was just absent-minded and a little overwhelmed at the thought of doing a podcast and the, and the, the titles that we are considering doing or like the topics I should say that we are considering yeah. doing were a lot more serious and I felt so ill prepared for them because I didn't want to just go haphazard into some of these topics and I was pretty overwhelmed and so you took it upon yourself to lighten the mood which I'm grateful for and you said well why don't we do a lighthearted episode I'll go find some questions that we can ask each other and you went and did that and I have no clue what these questions are so this is I'm genuinely I'm genuinely excited. Now. We've done a few episodes like this. You guys, have you listened to every episode? You know that we do these every once in a while. And they're kind of like our burned out, have a good time episodes. <laughs> so anyways, like happily burned out. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question first, and then you can pick one and ask it to me. Fair enough. What about that? Okay, so what new hobby would you like both of us to do together next? That's a good question. I feel like we've done a pretty good job of finding like-minded hobbies over the last couple of years. Um, you know, early on in marriage, I feel like we skied quite a bit together. We obviously started the businesses together. We played on in some volleyball leagues uh, together, which yeah, was pretty fun. Yeah, we can't say that was good for our marriage. But <laughs> no, you're right, but we made an effort. We did, tri- we did a triathlon together, and we trained a lot for that. So that was, I feel like, a good experience. That was a blast. Yeah, yeah that was good. Um, and then as of late, I think like we've both been kind of like, you know, dipping our toes into like martial arts and stuff together. And so you and even though we're taking different, I guess, art forms, we're studying different art forms, we will practice with each other quite a bit. It feels pretty 
like we're doing it together. Yeah, you it's say? a hobby that we share for yes. sure. And so even if you share the hobby and you don't do it together, you still have something to like talk about yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, we've gotten into some knife fighting. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We got into the whole knife fighting hobby. Uh, that we've, We're kind of taking a break from that one. <laughs> Namely, because I, like, I left my really nice knife at the last Airbnb, Airbnb we were at. I'm so bummed about that. Uh, anyway, also, also knife fighting is kind of a terrible hobby because I think you end up dead. So, so we we well, just like yeah. play play we, knife fight. Yeah, we practice with fake knives. Yes, yes, but we do real drill. We would we were doing real drills that were taught to us by legit blade men. So <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't it wasn't like some joke. Uh, no, no. Okay, so a next hobby, and I'm not trying. Uh, like, Katie, you're going to think I'm just trying to, like, please you by saying this. But I've been thinking about this for mm, maybe not six months, but probably like two or three months. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Elisha's lead-ins always just have me on the ed- edge of my seat. Sometimes it's like five minutes of, like, disclaimers yep. and lead-ups. Yeah, it's so fun seeing you squirm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what is it? And the reason that I actually I've been thinking about this is because you've been such a good sport with like the martial arts stuff the knife fighting even shooting we've been shooting more and more recently and I know you genuinely enjoy it and you really like it but it's also not the most um I mean we make it romantic but it's not like on its face the most romantic thing and so what I'd really like to do Katie what is I'd really like to sign up for like an in-depth dance class with you stop I mean it are you I'm being dead serious but here's the deal I do not want it because we've tried this before and it's always like we've never taken lessons before we've done one-offs and and the the problem with I think so many of the lessons that I've done I've done I did them with my sisters when I was younger okay Um, well that does not count for you and I yeah I know what I'm saying is I'm I'm going to reference classes that I've taken okay and from experience okay not just from what I assume they are uh in the past is that they dabbled in like a bunch of different styles. You know, it was like ballroom dancing. And so you'd go through the waltz and the tango and even like some form of swing dancing. And you would, it was like a 12 week course and you barely scratched the surface on each, I guess, dance style or form. And you get done and you're like, I don't, I don't know how to do any of those things. I'd rather like, just like get great at the waltz. The you tango. Know, that's what you want to do. <laughs> no. uh, boom, boom. Like all the dramatic poses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Waltz would be awesome because we could use that at weddings and stuff. Yeah. And just really have it dialed in so that when we hear like a three, four song come on, we can, we can just bust. We we're in, we're in our comfort zone. And similarly, like you and I have always had a little bit of a love hate dynamic with swing dancing since even when we were dating, because you really were accustomed to leading. I taught too many guys how to swing dance. And Elisha knew how to swing dance. And the classic, like, worst girl to dance with. Like, you know, the girl that doesn't follow. Yeah, that that was me. It's, like, the worst title. And I have. will say, the place that we went swing dancing at when I was younger, like, the cool guys danced a different way than I think the... what. The cool style of dancing was different than the cool style of dancing with your crew. I know oh, there's yeah. like a ton of different styles no, of swing dancing. we learned Western swing. So Western swing is like kind of anything goes. It's very like flamboyant and showy. And um, you're a little more like tighter to the rhythm, like a 
you have actual steps you're doing and stuff like that. You guys didn't have steps? Well, you do, but it's just an in and out step. It's not like one, two, rock step, you know? Oh, or like the Lindy Hop. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I was definitely thrown off and I got, I was, we got frustrated because I thought the way you were doing it was not cool. And you thought the way I was doing it was not cool, but we both were confident okay. in our, no, that's what not we what doing. I think it is. That's not what I think it is. <laughs> we can't even agree on what we disagree on. What I think is that it's gotten better because the last dance class we went to, we had more fun at than we had before. I think. And I think that was for a couple of reasons. Yeah, but let me share let okay. me share one of them, okay? Is <laughs> is I didn't realize when Elisha's focused and when he's mad, he looks exactly the same. Which is probably <laughs> which is probably the same for a lot of us, but like he gets super quiet and looks like he's just super mad. And so I thought he just hated me every time we danced, which Partially, that's probably true. He was probably pretty frustrated at me in the moment. But it's also like he's just focused on what he's doing. And like when I get nervous or I'm trying something new, I get more talkative, kind of like the nervous talkative. And so it just wasn't a great combination. But I think we're getting to know each other better in more like not stressful, but like pressured environments. Yeah, pressured or just okay, uncomfortable. So what's, what's your What's your thought on it? I agree. Well, I think that when that last time, that was only a couple months ago Mm -hmm. when we were learning that dance. And I think both of us went in like totally teachable. Like we, we didn't go in thinking we knew the dance already, or I've done this before, or I know what they're going to tell me. I think both of us went in just a hundred percent ready to listen to the instructor. And so I think we were able to learn kind of at the same pace. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. But I would say too, when I saw you getting tense, it didn't stress me out. And I wasn't like panicking, like he doesn't like me, you know? Yes. Keep talking. Keep talking. Oh my goodness. Has my mic been out this whole time? I think it just popped out. Yeah. Wait. So, so what does that mean? It means we're back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all good. So we were talking about... The whole dancing thing, anyways. Yes. But you want to take dancing lessons? I with thought me. that would be great, but I, like I said, it has to be the, it has to be the right. He's backtracking. Well vetted. I want, I want, I just, I want to be confident that if we go once a week for twelve weeks, we'll come out with a skill set. Yeah, me too. And, and I know you have to practice, and I know you have to work on things on your own at home. Even like you can't, with any actual like quantifiable skill set, you can't just expect in twelve weeks to have it down. But I do want to feel like we've got a foundation and at least something to work on after 12 weeks. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys, I'm so glad we had this podcast episode. We can sign off now. I got what I came for. <laughs> I am so surprised you said that. Yeah. But that I, makes I mean me it. super happy. I mean, it. there's been a couple scenarios over the last few months where I just really wished you and I were more equipped in, in dancing with one another. So we should do something about it. Wow. Okay. So I just get to dig, I get to pick out any of these, um, any of these questions, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of there them. There are. I don't even, this is kind of a... Okay, you picked a good one there. I see why you went with that one. Um, okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay, the, how about this? Right now, we, so we don't have any pets. If we were going to have one... If you're going to buy one pet for us, for our home, for the kids, for you, what would it be? It'd be a dog. A dog. Is that right? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> Do you want to know more? Yeah. 
Uh, I think I'd... I thought you told me how your parents taught you as a kid to not give one word answers, you know, and here you are giving me a one word answer in the middle of a podcast. A dog. <laughs> Next question. Uh, so I would like a dog because it just seems like a safety thing. A safety animal. I'd like to have an animal that we just, you know, would bark if something happened. And I also would like our kids to be around dogs probably a little bit more. They're definitely the average terrified children. When I, I mean, they like the little dogs. They ask everybody on our walk to pet their dog. Yes, they're like, really good. I'm, they're surprisingly good with dogs. Yeah, like little ones. But I think they get very intimidated by the bigger dogs. So I don't know. I'd probably go for a dog. Yeah, I, I respect that. I, I'm not closed. In this house, I think I'm going to be closed down to a pet. Um, Elisha's never been open to a pet yeah. so far. Yeah, once we have so. 100 acres and we can you know, keep it at the far corner, the back 40, then I'll, I've then I'll be happy before, to have a pet. I've said this before, but Elisha told me, and I didn't know if he was serious at the time or not. I'm still not sure if he was serious or not. He told me when we, were, when we were dating, if I didn't sell my guinea pig, he would not hold my hand because it was gross because it touched the guinea pig. I don't think he used the word gross, but that's Speaking of which, that's since you were pretty unsatisfied with the last question I asked, I'll try once oh, again here. What? Uh, what is the most memorable moment of our courtship days? What's the most memorable moment of our courtship days? Yeah. I mean, I would say our first kiss probably. Okay. Nice. That's just... That's pretty memorable. Sticks out because of all the drama trauma on both sides. Yes. And the lead up. Yes. But uh, what would it be for you? Is it something different? No, I mean, uh, honestly, yeah. The first thing that came into my mind. I mean, now that you say that, <laughs> it's, like it's like... you like, can't. Yeah. Well, honestly, that whole first... I, what felt like our first, like... Um, well, yeah, I see, like, you chose, like, a really po- romantic, fun thing. But this was, like, the first time I felt, like, kind of mad at you. And that was when you were walking out on the ice. Oh. When, it, like, and you just were not, you were not respecting anything I was saying at all. I know. I didn't, I wasn't quite sure when that respect started. I remember going home and telling my mom and just thinking I was so right. So, if you guys aren't familiar, there was this ice on, and I'm not going to go super in-depth with the story but there was ice on a river right yeah it was a frozen river on a frozen river and i was walking out on the ice and i knew it's like it's a very shallow river so it goes like up oh. to your waist if you drop depending on which part of the river that's not the case <laughs> at all katie okay well that's what they, i had in my mind that's what I had there in my were mind. many parts of, of the deschutes river where we, i couldn't touch you couldn't touch i know but not going through town really yeah, certain parts there for sure okay so Starting off, Lysha and I had different Plus, there's a understandings. Current. And so even if you, like, it could suck you underneath the ice, you know? So I, I am terrified of ice, but not this ice, I guess. I was pretty sure it was pretty shallow. So I was walking out on it, just kind of like, I don't know, getting attention, doing that thing, I guess. And two of Elisha's friends, one of his cousins and one of his friends who was our mutual friend was there. And Elisha was like, come back, Katie, come back. And I was just like... In my brain, I'm like, he's not my husband or my dad. I could do whatever I want in this situation. And I just kept going and going. And I guess you felt kind of like humiliated or like in fear of me getting hurt. All of the All above. the things. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was genuinely 
stressed out. The ice was not that thick. We could all hear it cracking and creaking oh, and doing word. its thing. Oh my goodness. No, that yeah, is we, not true. That is true. And besides, you never really know how thick it is. It, like it was, it wasn't even that cold outside. And so it couldn't have been, it, th- the ice couldn't, I felt like it could not have been that, that thick. Um, and then, yeah, I was like, Hey, like, that's crazy. You should come back. And you just like looked at me and kept going. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. And then I felt like I was totally in a predicament because my, my buddies were standing there and I'm like, okay, am I going to go out and get you? Am I just going to keep pleading with you? Should we all just walk away and let you die out there? It was, it was a really, it was a really hard spot. And, uh, Elisha's family is a lot more, um, I guess my family's very risk oriented when it comes to physical risks. And I think your family's like, was less that way. Like with your dad, it was less a part of your culture. So like, I remember this is what's, this is, I'm going to give you guys an example. Flashing through my mind was when I was 11 years old and I jumped off a bridge into water and my dad was like encouraging me to do it. And Elisha's five years older and his dad was like, do not jump off the bridge. Don't jump off the bridge. So he's just, it was just like different how, how his dad probably was like, this is kind of a foolish thing to do. And my dad's like, do it. Like he's a lot more adrenaline minded he is but i again anyways I feel like i have to so, defend my stand am, am, are we really doing this no you don't you don't have is, to defend your stance it, you were right okay? i don't but see i will see just, i don't want you to say that like i was right because you should have just respected me i still feel like that was not a worthy risk to take because i think i'm more i'm very open to risks if like the risk reward yeah, and you is are. up there and even like here like four people died here on around Coeur d'Alene, the lake or the rivers that were walking out on ice either trying to get their dog or just walking out to have fun they die, they fall in and they drowned yeah so i was being foolish and well, i didn't know what the upside was like you weren't going anywhere you're walking simply well, just Lisha, i don't want to talk about this anymore I'm just trying to say what was going through my mind at the time. Okay. Okay. So what was going through my mind at the time was, oh my goodness, like Elisha's not going to let me do anything fun. He's just going to control me. He's not going to let me do anything that's like a little bit of a risk or anything like that. And so I was like having this my own panic attack where it's like, no, I have to prove to him like, this is who I am. And I do take risks and I do these things and he needs to let me do that. So I was worried I was going to get married. And then he was like, you can't do any of these things basically that I enjoyed doing, which it turns out I had kids and I don't want to do any of those things anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So it all worked out. Um, and Elisha's not like that anyways, but Yeah. So anyways, you could tell it's, you know, seven years later and still emotional for us. So, but I got home and I told my mom what happened and I thought she was going to totally agree with me. And she just looked at me and she goes, ah, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I just got this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like I messed up. So anyways, Wow, that was more than they bargained for. Are we going to edit that conversation? That was great. I feel a lot of resolution. Oh, my word. (laughs) Elisha, oh, my goodness. That is, yeah. So there you guys go. Uh, You get a little Katie and Elisha disagreement there. Uh, Which of your parents do you think you're like the most? Wow, I feel like you've asked me this before. Have you? 
Have I? Have you? Have I? <laughs> uh, that's. I've asked you with our Sabbath like table topics. Yes. I could choose another one. No, that's a good question. Has anyone ever saved your life? Yeah, I think I think you could objectively say that somebody like saved my physical life. Um, when, yeah, I think so. It was when I was fifteen, and I was I got caught in in a boat propeller, like behind a boat. I was in the water, and we were out inner tubing and wakeboarding and that whole thing. And I swam up to the boat without the boat driver knowing that I was swimming up to the boat. And, um, and I got, and so the propeller was going and it hooked my leg and cut it like a 12 inch gash down, down to the bone, just like along my leg on my quad muscles. And, um, and it like sucked me down too. So it grabbed me. So I was fully underwater. My head was, and I wasn't down there that long. And my life jacket was tangled in the prop. That is so scary. The life jacket saved, it would have chopped me all the way up because it started here, the prop did, and kept going right here and then got caught up in my uh, life jacket, the propeller tin, and like tangled it up and, and just stopped there. So I was like, my whole life jacket was bunched into the propeller and I was underwater, like just by like a couple inches, you know, like looking up into the boat. And only, a, only one person saw me swim up. The whole thing was like quiet and fast. I like swam to the boat and was like, you know, and sucked me oh, down. Goodness. And one person saw me and they yelled. And so two of the guys jumped out of the boat and they yanked and yanked and yanked me out of the, the propeller and they pushed me up onto the boat. And I was just like on the little, the deck, like on the back of the boat, you know, and, um, I looked down and it's just like, it's just muscle. The scar on Elisha's thigh is like two inches wide. It's like huge. Oh yeah, like, yes, yeah, like it's really long. I mean, it's like a full twelve inches long and two inches wide. It's like, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, epic. And that was really tricky because where we were at, we we weren't close to a road at all. I had like I had like swam in from a beach that wasn't close to a road at all to to connect with these people on the boat, and um, and so the, you know they just all applied pressure on my leg or wrapping it up, and we were all a little stressed out because you couldn't see. I had a wetsuit on; it was cold water, uh, and so you could you could see like obviously my muscle hanging out, and there it, it but they, there wasn't a lot of blood. It was just like muscle, and uh, but they didn't know if it had gone up, like if it you know, I mean there would have been a lot more blood if it hit them for moral, but they didn't know if it kept going up my chest, you know? And so they were trying to like cut the wetsuit off and cut my life jacket off to see how far it was. And there were like superficial, you know, marks all the way up my belly and chest, but the, the gnarly one. And so then they had to run me to an ambulance, got to the ambulance. Um, and so yeah, they had to drive like 20 minutes in the boat. It, well, it felt like 20 minutes. I don't know how far it was. And, uh, somebody had called an ambulance on the way. The ambulance got me. They took me to the ER and they put me under and yeah, like I had to like wash out my leg. Cause it was, oh like, my yeah, goodness. Like, clean yeah, it out I don't stuff. think I've ever heard that full story. I just knew you got tangled up in a boat propeller. Yeah. So I feel like I got saved. Like I feel like people jumping in and keep saving me from drowning was like one thing. Um, and then them, you know, somebody in the boat um, had, you know, some level of medical intuition or skill or i think i think some formal training um i think and so they were you know putting me putting me to comfort you know trying to comfort me telling me i was gonna yeah. live because there wasn't a lot of blood and stuff like that but um yeah i'd say that's like a genuine life saved sore story yeah i remember <laughs> this is kind of funny but like when we were dating i had no clue like 
what, like the scar's just huge and it's going up his leg and I have no clue like if he, I don't know. Well, that's what's crazy. Like, yeah. If anything was damaged yeah. or what kind of repercussions he had from that and I didn't yeah. know how to ask. Yeah, and you like, didn't know if I was going to be able to like procreate. No. So I didn't consider that actually until Elisha asked, he's like, how would you know if you weren't like able to have a baby or something? You said it like that. And we were like, pretty close to getting engaged at this time. And I remember just like, um, and then I went home and I was just laying in bed thinking like, I wonder if like he got like all tangled up in there in the propeller. And if he's wondering if he can have kids and it really stressed me out. And I didn't end up asking you till after we got married. So, yeah, I mean, clearly we've been able to have lots of kids. It was a valid Lord question. Cause it literally, yeah, the, it, it's a valid, it was, it was close, so yeah, it's a fair question. Very scary. Um, right now, Katie, I'm mm-hmm. curious. Like this, is, I'm genuinely curious. What would the perfect day look like to you right now? Perfect day. I mean, I think I've pretty much I've lived out some perfect days. Recently. Well, I mean that's hard because like some days feel perfect, like in my normal life, and then other days feel mm. perfect, like you give unto me, but it's outside. It's like in a bubble, you know, like some of my mm. golden free days sure. have felt like so ideal. Yeah, but you do. But, but I wouldn't want to live it every day. Yeah. Like I love my normal life. So, so, so sometimes I'll get in a flow during the week, and it's like, wow, I'm feeling like the kids are in a really good place, and they're fun to be around, and and everything. You know, you're going through attraction season where it just feels like, oh, we're seeing the fruit in everything we're doing, and and any effort you're putting in seems to be like flourishing, hmm. as opposed to being tired, feeling like you're shooting at the wall with spaghetti and like right. one noodle sticks. And you're yes. just like, wow, great. Thanks. Um, you know, you and I are in a good place and we're having fun in our marriage and the kids like us and you know, there's like some ideal days like that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it, the, you, it, this question almost does need to have qualifiers or like categories because, yes, because I certainly don't want like the, the tropical sunset on a beach with you every day of my life. Like we're yeah. like, we're, we're not with the kids, but those are some special, we've had some like great romantic getaway days. We're like, yes. Oh, this was the perfect day for this situation. I mean, yeah. I think if I was <clears throat> to go to like an ideal day out of my ordinary, say yes. I would go to a hotel room. I love that. And <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you know, it's just nice. You can sleep in and it's just an incredible gift. And then eat breakfast at La Peep's Cafe. And then I would lock myself in the hotel room and work uninterrupted on all my hobby projects forever. And then I would eat, probably go shopping for like an hour. Then I would eat dinner in the hotel room. It'd be breakfast for dinner. And then I would work for another like seven uninterrupted hours and then I would go to sleep. Wow. And when I say work, I mean like not on the things that are like, oh, you have to do this. It's like the dream projects that always get kind of pushed to the side because life, you know, yes. just uninterrupted time. I love getting so absorbed into something that I just like work my face off. Wow. so fun for me. That's crazy. Well, and I might have missed it, but uh, was I at breakfast or was was I going to bed with you? Did I meet up with you for dinner? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, we've never actually had the luxury of doing that. And so I think that's why it's like in a different compartment in my brain because I have had 
ideal dates and evenings with you. But in my brain, it kind of starts like the day portions over and then we have an awesome date and then sure. we come home and like have Ben and Jerry's ice cream and watch a movie and hang out till like way late at night and, yeah. you know, have a good time. Yeah. So that's different. Got it. That's the, that's like in a different compartment in my brain. But I mean, it would be ideal if I could choose to have a babysitter come go out to dinner with you and then hang out in the hotel room all night. Okay. Yeah. You just, you forgot about that part. Well, like, it's now never, that I think about it, it, it literally didn't show up in my brain as an option. Genuinely. Yes. Alicia, you know that my favorite thing I'm is teasing. to hang out with I'm you teasing. more than anything in the whole I'm world. I'm not insecure about you. I hunt you not down to hang out with me and know. suffocate you with out of all my insecurities. That's not <laughs> one of them. <laughs> okay. So what do you want to talk about your ideal day? Uh, not really. Your ideal day kind of put me in a bad mood. So, Elisha, oh, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you know, I've done stuff kind of similar to that before. You've given it to oh, me. Oh, I know. And it's a total win. I'm teasing you, yes. Katie, babe. I totally, I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. Um, okay. So what are you very proud of, but never have an excuse to talk about? That's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. See, you're such a good wife. You always tee me up pretty nicely when you know I'm excited about something. <laughs> or, I have missed it a couple times, though. Yeah, and I let you know about it. It's like, <laughs> like that was a perfect opening. <laughs> why didn't you? Why didn't you ask me a question about that? I'm like, I didn't even know you wanted to talk about that. Like that wasn't showing up on my radar. Oh man, what is something that I'm proud of, but never have the opportunity to talk about? That, yeah, I don't, I think I pretty much talk about anything I'm proud of. So that's, I don't think I can answer that question. There's nothing I'm like keeping secret. Okay. Okay. Um, let's, let's try. If your life was turned, if our life was turned into a movie, what would its title be? Hmm. Um, wow. That just a title, a movie title. I know titles are kind of hard, but you're good with titles. So I thought I'd give you a shot at it. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. Um, okay, I can jump to another yeah, one. Yeah, I feel like that was this is just going to be a pass? lot of me. Pass, okay. yeah. What, would you rather have more money or more time? Let's just do a, um, a question where you have one answer. You get to choose. It's not so open-ended. Yeah. More time. More time. No doubt. Really? Yeah, if it's with you. <laughs> really, though, more time. Yeah. Like more time in a day, more time in your life. What kind of more time? Like, yeah, how just, would you like it portioned out? Okay. Um, I, I just. We well, were pretty I, I tired love, tonight. That's like, all I'm saying. I don't know. I guess time. I, more life. I guess is probably what. Yeah. I, and so maybe maybe money can get you feeling like you're living more life. I don't know. I just love living life with you, and I love seeing the kids and seeing them learn new things. And yeah, I, I just do not get tired of any of those things. And so I just. I, I want more of that. Aw, that's sweet. Oh, okay. Do you want me to ask you another one? No, how about you'll finish up. This is the last one, okay? I feel like I've had really long answers to my questions. I I have too. Okay. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, what fashion fail did you embrace? What? Yeah, what fashion I've fail? I've never had a fashion fail. All right. <laughs> okay, moving on. I know. 
(laughs) (laughs) What Uh, fashion fail did I embrace? Okay, well, here's one. When I was like 14 years old, 13 or 14, well, when I was 13, I got really into debate, like speech and debate. And I was super skinny and petite. And so I would get these women's suits and I would sew them down. And in the context, it made sense. You know, everyone was in suits. But then I found Ann Taylor, the loft clothing, which is like really classic clothing for women. And at 14, that was like all I would wear. They had a petite section so I could get little like clothes in my size. But they were just like so... I mean, they're classic now if you were like 25, but I feel like they made me look like I was like 40 because I was so young and wearing these really old looking clothes. Like my pants were all like suit pants instead of like, I had no jeans or like, I don't know. The skirts were like pencil skirts and it was just like, I don't know. Mm. I didn't think that that looked very good. What? Why are you grinning at me? Uh, that's a good answer. You probably have some more fashion fails that I have. I've had a lot of fashion fails. Yeah, we both, we've seen photos of them. <laughs> but um, I think I embraced them. But, okay, final question. Okay. Knowing well, what you know now, what what would you tell your dating self, our dating selves? Knowing what I know now? Yeah. Well, you marry him in the end, so just chill out. That's what you tell yourself. Got it. That's what I would tell myself. Okay. Are you saying, what would I tell someone else who's no. in? No, yeah, I was going to say you, yourself, yourself. Yeah. Like actual me knowing that yes. I get married and have Got kids. Got it. Yes, yes. You'd say. Yeah, I'd be like, well, you you get him in the end. Nice. So Because, I mean, that was my biggest fear was seeing you with somebody else. Like, I just couldn't. Like, that's what would work me up hmm. into like a stressed out frenzy was just like, oh, okay, it's not a big deal. And then it's like, can I ever picture seeing Elisha with someone else? Like, or can I picture myself with someone else? No. And then I would just freak out. <laughs> That's the whole story. It's stressful to even think about. I, you know, it's so funny. Like, oh I shouldn't Lord. say it's funny. I just do not miss dating at all. It, no, that I just love being married to you so much. And I, yeah, when we see our siblings or friends entering into dating relationships or, you know, trying to figure out if they're going to be dating certain people. I just feel like, bad. Me too. I'm like, wow, I just, good luck, guys. Go get them. It's a All wild right. world out it there. It is. And it's just getting crazier. I tell you what, I thought it was crazy when we were single. But that's the interesting thing is, well, whenever people would come up to us and be like, Oh, enjoy it. It's the best time of your life. I remember thinking like, I hope not because this yeah. is kind of stressful. But because you don't know what the outcome is. Like, how are you supposed to be like comforted yeah, and, and carefree like, and carefree and able to like, like when you're married, you know, you have this underlying foundation of like, I am cared for. I am unconditionally loved. I am with who I'm supposed to be with. And then you can like think about all the other things you want to dream about and do. And yes, you know, you can go from there, but yes. like un- Tell that's like settled everything seems unsettled and at least that's how it was for me so. same same all right well thanks for doing that katie man we're like full-blown at least i am like falling asleep oh. i have not had this for a long time on an episode and it's not even that late oh folks i apologize for me and katie do you want to apologize for yourself or do you want me to apologize for you why for being so tired oh 
I don't think. You don't need to? I'm not apologizing for being tired. No. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Well, sorry. Well, how about we do this? I'll apologize for me and you can apologize for me. No, Alexa, you're awesome. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you. Yes, really appreciate it. Hope you, hopefully you guys enjoyed this, uh, this lighthearted episode of the Now That We're a Family podcast. Talk to you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.